0: You know what's better than a tripod? A quad pod. Isn't that just a table? Wrong. It's a quad pod. Talking sports, pop culture, food, and, uh, more sports. Unofficially brought to you by KSRO and North Bay Biz Magazine.
1: It's the quad pod with Jeff Woodworth, Mike DeWold, Luke Straub, and Frank
0: Sumrall. Uh, ooh, chicken nuggies? Heck yeah. Cheeky nuggies, <laughs> as the internet's calling them, the interweb. So, let me turn my headphones up. Ooh, there we go. All right. Going deaf, man. Slowly but surely. Have you noticed that over the years that your hearing's just gone down from wearing headphones just on? I thought it would happen
2: faster. Not actually. you, Frank, <laughs> but the, A little de- bit.
0: the deterioration of your, of, of your um, what do you call those? Eardrums, I guess you'd yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. I'd be in it. Your soundy pods and your inner, inner ear soundy pods. All right. My inner ear pods. Yeah. All right. This is uh, the quad pod with a uh, a busted leg. It's like, you know, it's like a dog. You see a three legged dog walking down the road. It's still a cute dog. You just feel bad for it and you can't stop staring. My in, neighbor has a, is pity. a three legged dog. I yeah, bet you can't stop staring. You ever seen it just hop I along? I think it died. Hop along Cassidy. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, RIP to the three legged dog. Anyway, um, Frank Summerall. Hey, howdy. Mike DeWald. Hello, and, and my name is Jeff Woodworth. Luke Straub. No Luke Straub. Crickets. <laughs> uh, remember, this is officially the Luke Straub Memorial Quad Pod, because R. I say P. it's a little ominous for him to <laughs> not be on this episode <laughs> after the last one. Nah, he texted, he texted us yesterday and was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it in, guys. And it's just like, well, Jesus. He's like,
1: taking like, social distancing
2: responsibly.
0: Yeah. Unlike us. Well, I, I could say that you're probably within... Now you're within six feet. If you pulled the mic, if you pulled the mic stand all there, the way back, move it. yeah, just pull forward. There you go. Lean back. Lean back. I and think it's like three and a half. DeWald's going to be mouth breathing all over the board. It's cool. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to touch that. till. The droplets little, everywhere. Monday. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we got a good, good, good episode here. Uh, I think. Don't see. get ahead of yourself. We please. just planned it out right away uh, about two minutes before I didn't record. I just want to start off by um, signing off real quick on just professional sports teams. I don't like to think of myself as someone who, I don't pocket watch and I'm not going to tell another man what to do with his money or woman for that matter. It's 2020. But when you see a time like Steve Ballmer buying the forum for $400 million cash from James Dolan. Our favorite owner. uh, And and that's not even, I think that represents 1% of Ballmer's wealth. Right, and then you have, and now take that—that's four hundred million dollars. And obviously, not every not every owner is as rich as Ballmer, because some owners are going to be like uh, um, Davis. They're going to be, you know, there are certain teams, even the Lakers to a degree, the the bus the bus family, where your your entire wealth and your everything that's associated to your name is tied up in your investment, your sports team. But you're telling me that you can only you can only shell out a million dollars for for your for your staff and everybody that works at your at your place. I mean the contracts, that's messy. I get that with the players. But like and and I get to that well, in a now second. Well everyone's uh, <clears throat> taking a pay cut including Adam Silver himself. Well that's good but I'm just saying when it comes to things like your vending guy like the dude who's serving you nachos or the guy that's valet that takes your ticket when you go to your parking and you gotta pay forty dollars for parking but that guy like they've lost a job. They're affected And the fact that NBA teams are only like, oh, yeah, we're only going to be, you know, not just NBA, but it's other teams who are like, oh, yeah, we're only going to shell out a million dollars for this. Like, what? Like, that's not even a full percentage of your wealth. Like, and this is just, this doesn't come down to a Republican or Democrat thing. This is just like a human, a humanity thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you are a fatted calf right now in a time where everybody's gonna start starving, and it's just well, like you could shed, you could, you could afford a little bit more. But like I said, I'm not gonna tell them what to do with their money. But it is a little funny how you have Joel Embiid having to pressure the Sixers, who initially came yep. out and was like, "We're not gonna pay anybody." Do a 180. Then, exactly. I just, I don't like how. Charity, it charity doesn't become charity when it's forced and or when it's a PR move, right? It's just I want the charity to be there out of the goodness of your heart, and I want you to just be able to do the right thing. Like I don't know what the Clippers are doing, uh, because Staples Center staff, I'm sure, is a joint thing with the Clippers and the Lakers, but uh, and even the everybody that plays there for that matter of fact. But you know, when you think about these guys, like and then even the pros, right? There's only the top like one percent of the league is going to be able to live in these mansions and and work out. So like these guys. They rely on practice facilities. Like not everybody is as rich, and well off as as they come across, and we should know that. And I think that goes that stands for not only players but for the for the workers of the arena. Like we know the owners are, are you, million are eccentric billionaires. You
1: start seeing that a little bit more uh, with all the um, the homemade videos with some of these guys like mm-hmm. who's putting out a lot of videos, and you're like, ah, oh, that's where he lives.
0: Oh, huh, that's uh, a nice house. I remember seeing a Donovan <laughs> Mitchell thing, like Donovan Mitchell Spider Man, like he was. He was uh and that's a guy who sells jerseys. Right? Like he was living in a and I think a two bedroom loft in Salt Lake City. Like he's got a nice condo, but it's still a condo. Like it's not a place where he can go out and work out, you know? Like and I bet you his building is shut down his gym. Like so those guys aren't going to be able to run back just with the owners how they sit on this throne of delusion where they're just like, "Oh yeah, we're going to shelf the players for a little bit. Everything'll be fine. We're going to try and penny pinch." the the people that I employ and then we'll we'll make sure that we get the season up back up and running against so I, I can turn a profit like bull bullshit I just I had a problem with it that's all
1: yeah well what what was unfortunate with that was Kevin Love started off right yeah he's the one he was the first guy and Giannis was quickly afterwards he was but, like I'm gonna donate part of my salary to give to give to these guys I know it wasn't an owner who who started that and the thing is if you want to do that for PR like go nuts like the Warriors like hey we're not doing testing because other people need it more like look good dude do your PR thing but you know have the charity with it
0: the testing thing is well the problem is don't have Kevin Love be the guy bailing your uh, team staff out this issue is so intertwined with like uh, American politics in a way because um, this is kind of how a function of charity works in the real world right like so you know I mean you you wish that there was just an overlording force that would like in a way dictate charity in a sense um and I guess the wording on that is a little funny. I could see how people get upset with that. But it's like nobody the, – there's going to be no real bailouts. It's people that literally have to go out of their own pocket and take care and look after other people, right? Because like, there's only so much that could be provided for, and then everybody else has to step up. But in this instance, with owners, there's a lot more that could be provided for when you're only shelling out a million dollars, and it turns out to be like 0.05% of your wealth. Like, get out of here. Yeah.
2: Well, it's not like, I mean, like you said, I know it's a business and, and you just have to tell them what to do with their money, but it's not like they're running a restaurant. It's not like a tight margin that it's the difference between whether they exist or not. I mean, they, like you said, most of these guys have the money to be able to put this investment into their own staff and mm-hmm. just as a goodwill thing. And it's sort of one of those times where like you read the room. If you see all the other teams doing it, just just do it.
0: Just do it. I don't care if you're, I mean, you know, there's like a peer pressure aspect to it, but this is like the good peer pressure, right? Like there are a couple instances I I stated with the Davis, uh, Mark Davis, like I don't imagine he has a ton of extra wealth that he could kind of throw that around. The dude still uses a flip phone and drives a van. So like, you know, he, he got this pretty new stadium, but you know, technically he ain't had to pay nobody that's had to work in there yet. But then you also look at the Miami Heat Our Miami Heat, Mickey Harrison, he owns the heat, but he also owns Carnival Cruise Lines. Now who tell me who's gonna wanna be going on a cruise after the coronavirus? So like he's facing something there yeah. where it's like, Do I sell the team or do I sell off this investment in, Give um, it all in Carnival? Shack. Yeah, because I'm trying to because I'm trying to go to the government for a bailout saying, Hey, use my boats as extra rooms for hospital patients, you know. It's it's just I didn't want to get political there off the start, but I did, I'm sorry. It was just something where I, I had heard, I saw it yesterday, I was thinking about it while I was running on the treadmill, and I was just like, this is, It's how I was distracting myself from the fact that I was gonna die, but <laughs> from lack of cardio. But it was just like, this is absolutely ridiculous. I'm not gonna tell you how to spend money, or how to spend your money, but when I see you only give so much, and I, and I see that you're ready to turn a profit, like that, right after in the turnaround, it's just like whoa, whoa, whoa! At least disguise the greed a little bit better, please. You know, because I know we're all greedy. Just do a better job of disguising it. Boom! All right, what are we doing here, Frankie baby? What well, are we talking about? In basketball, uh, iconic
1: players for their respective iconic teams usually end in awkward divorces, and then you see an unfavorable sight where they're wearing an uncomfortable foreign jersey. We saw MJ as a Wizard, Pippen as a Blazer, Hakeem as a Raptor, Wade as a Bull, or as a Cav.
0: I was going to say, and a Cavalier.
1: Uh, Iverson as a Grizzly. By the way, fun fact, that is the only player in the Hall of Fame for the Memphis Iverson Grizzlies. As a,
0: as a Piston. Iverson, I mean, you, well actually now he was kind of still raw on the Nuggets. Yeah, So, but Memphis Grizzlies. McGrady is a Piston. Memphis Grizzlies' only Hall
1: of Fame player is Allen Iverson, who played a total of three games. Nice. Um, but it happens in football too. We see this second axe as well in football, as well. And of course, with Brady joining the Bucks and the uncomfortable sight that we are looking at with those cool. photoshops, we're going to take a look at the good and the bad of second axe in football. And we're going to keep it mainly to quarterbacks if you guys want to throw in some other ones. Well, you like guys can right go off the bat, nuts. dude, Franco
0: Harris with the uh, I believe he went to the Seahawks after the Steelers, which is just a weird kind of look, yeah, dude. And, and you know what's weird is it's it's I, you look at Franco Harris now, and you're like, "Ooh, yeah!" Like you were the bus before the bus. Like, nah, man. He was a lean, mean machine back then. Like he he was like just the big old pads. Don't let him fool you. He was actually pretty spelt. Sorry, good.
1: No, you're good. you good. <laughs> um, In honor of Luke, I'm gonna throw out one for him. Um, I'm gonna say Rich Gannon. Yeah. Oakland no. Raiders. It took him his 13th year, his fourth team, to make his first Pro Bowl with the Oakland Raiders. He did that, I think he went to four straight Pro Bowls, two-time All-Pro, won an MVP. That was like their last good playoff run, right, in the 2000s. It was with Rich Gannon. I know Derek Carr had his nice year in 2016. Um, but that that would be one of the second act. He didn't have much of a first act, though. But for a second act, he was one of the best. Really came out of nowhere. Had kind of a Chauncey Billups kind of thing going for him.
2: I mean, I think, uh, I mean, Joe Montana is the easy, the easy call here his record was better than I thought actually eight and three and nine and five I mean not yeah. terrible records but just the having all that history in with the 49ers the iconic
1: part of that was how far he got with that team in the playoffs that's it when he went to the final four and he made the championship
0: game that that was that was big Steve young with the Buccaneers whoops throwing stuff around his here. first act uh, what do you mean that was his first team. Steve. Well, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Is that what made him good. Still counts. How about this one then? Give me okay. one. Cam Newton. Gonna happen. Mm. Hasn't happened yet. Gonna look weird. Also, Philip Rivers. Boom. ba boom, baby. Uh, that's gonna all. be a bad one. We're hitting all the good ones. That's gonna be a bad
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> um, one that really hurts, hurts my soul was Donovan McNabb. Iconic Eagles, and then he played two years. He went to Washington and Minnesota, he the yes. and right. won six games in two years. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it wasn't good. It
0: Basketball wasn't good. doesn't feel as nearly as weird to me no. as like football and baseball definitely feel weirder. I guess you could say what's a couple hockey players that have had that transition? We had Gretzky, right?
2: Didn't Gretzky? he had a pretty fair amount of time with both teams. So I don't. it wasn't like that back end of his career. He play in Phoenix also. No, he coached. Okay.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say somebody somebody finished off their career with the Yotes, and it was just it was a very awkward looking in that sweater, and it was like mm, I don't know about that one. Well, one thing about basketball is if you can put the ball in the bucket.
1: That generally translates to most teams, yeah. where in football, you could be really good halfback on one team
0: and suck in another offense. Think we about, saw that with Marco Murray. Think about the notable journeymen that have been in the NBA just in the past 20 years, and now try and think of notable journeymen in the NFL because the they notable don't last. Exactly. The notable journeymen in, in the NBA, and for the NHL, I guess you could even say um, it's a little bit easier to kind of have an extra four or five years on that career where you can prove that you're useful, a um, la Vince Carter. Who again, hey, shout out to Vince Carter. He said it's not getting up for dunks, that's the problem. It's coming down and landing. That's the the concern. Yeah. So.
1: But like when you say journeyman, I think, okay, what about a guy like Darren Sproles? But Whoa. even then, he was special at one point. Was
0: so kick returning. You know. Just like Devin Hester. Um Devin Hester was not a journeyman though.
1: Well, how about Brett Favre?
0: I mean, compiler. I liked Ooh-ha. his Minnesota year. His second <laughs> Minnesota year was kinda
1: ugly, but man, he he went to the NFC championship game. That was good for him. He beat Aaron Rodgers, uh, not in the playoffs in the regular season, but um, Favre, I give him credit for that one, you know, considering he, he had some really inconsistent years at the end of his Green
0: Bay tenure, especially before 07. You got Peyton Manning. I mean... When you have that long face in another helmet, right, in a different colorway—it's a different, it's a darker shade of blue. He did a little bit of everything in those four years, yeah. so he kind of, he kind of hit all sides. My favorite, my favorite GIF, and my favorite dance move—that on the rare occasion that I do get down, uh, when we're, when we were allowed to dance back in the day was the Peyton Manning uh, training camp dance. Oh, I know. So that. just Google that, and you get the elbows out, side <laughs> to side. He does a little rotator and kind of rocks the hips out. I forget. I think he was dancing to Rocky Top when it when they played it on the speakers at, uh, at training camp. Yeah, so that's a uh, shout-out to Peyton Manning. He gave me my go-to dance move.
1: There you go. So. How about a bad one? Broadway Joe. That was his name. Broadway Joe for New York.
0: Joe Namath for the kids out there.
1: Played for the Rams for a year.
2: What? Oh. Really? What? Yeah, was last oh. year.
1: Isn't that gross? I think it's they just, just erased gross. that from
2: NFL yeah. films. So yeah. like, mm,
0: I think he only no, played. He he only played four games. Broadway went Hollywood, huh? Didn't work <laughs> out. Uh,
1: I think sure, that I was in, when they were in St.
0: Louis. No, no, no? no, no, uh, no. It was, it still had to be in L. A. They didn't go to St. Louis. And uh, Google that real quick, Mike. Just when the when the Rams yeah. moved to St. Louis.
1: When when Broadway Joe was uh, quarterback. Because I guarantee.
0: Another. He, was, he probably played before Dickerson, and Dickerson was in there when they were in L. A. Another old school one.
2: 1994, they went to St. Louis. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, no, that's all, Thank you. That's no problem. It's cool. You weren't
0: even LA. born yet. No. So, <laughs> all you know is the St. Louis Rams, man.
1: <laughs> and, and this unfortunate L.A. team. Yeah, this, this reincarnation. Uh, Unitas, the iconic cult before Peyton, decided, screw it. Let me be a
0: Charger for a year. Wasn't the, he, uh, no, that, was he The anti-Philip Rivers He wasn't a Brown That was the whole They had that little That's I'm getting my 30 for 30s Mixed up When the Colts just left uh, Or when the Browns Just l- up and left Cleveland in the middle of the night To become the Baltimore Colts Who then became The yeah. Indianapolis Colts And it was just like Oh my god this I watched a documentary on that Yeah so, It was great
1: And then the Cleveland Browns Left and went to Baltimore Yeah that's what I And they just, won two Super Bowls That's what I just Said Frank Yeah I got you Oh, you going to say no, no to me? God. Um, how about Mike Vick? Winning comeback player of the year whoa, on the Eagles.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! Stop it! Because Mike Vick was a Steeler. He, he, a... Yes, he was. He Later. Was. Yeah, he was. That's like backup. his fourth act. He was a backup for the Steelers for a year. So yeah, do and not. And he was. Like,
1: wow. Okay. I remember he got knocked
0: out. Yeah. So. But he, he was, did his thing. He was the the round of backup quarterbacks before we brought in. Uh, Duck. Duck. Duck and Mason. So, Duck. That was actually Mike Vick's last team, I believe, before he retired yeah. as a Pittsburgh. Steelers. He retired
2: as a Steeler.
1: Yeah.
0: So.
2: <laughs> Did he get into a game?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah I think he it. won a game, and then I think he got
1: knocked out. Look, look, mm-hmm. look. You can when look you up his do, one when loss. you think
0: about fan bases. What's the one fan base that never held the dog fighting over his head? All right, think about that when you get it. Well, he's probably not getting to the Hall of Fame. I take that because of because of the dog fighting. But uh, just remember that Mike. Well, player. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Despite the, kind of the game. prison time, a little bit low key. What could have been, man, if he didn't go to jail? He
2: played five
0: games. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, look yeah. at
1: him! Did he win? It's two and one.
0: Yay! Yeah, I remember he was actually no decision, good. no decision. And in The <laughs> other two because he had to go to the bullpen. A little exactly. <laughs> the A little
1: inning. like fountain of youth for the Steelers. Uh, D'Angelo. He had some. He had some yeah, games. Yeah, yeah,
0: with the pink hair. Yeah, yeah he had some he had games. it for his mom, and all um, breast cancer, yeah, the, all breast cancer patients. The
1: best second and third act guy goes to an old school guy. Fran Tarkenton.
0: Mm, He who could forget
1: was a Viking. Yeah, went to the Giants and was a four-time Pro Bowler in five years. Then went back to Minnesota and became an All-Pro first-teamer. What a do, baby. So he he did it all. Good for him. We're all proud of him.
0: Fran, he didn't win a ring though. Fran Tarkenton. He lost. First time I ever heard Fran Tarkenton was in a uh, was in a rap. I think it was by Andre Nicotina. Shout out to Nicotina. But yeah, he said something about Fran Tarkenton. I was like, who the hell is that? So I googled him, and I was just like, no way! Is a quarterback that like a
2: scoop back in the uh, back in the day? Huh? That's a specific rap shout out. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
1: What about Kurt Warner? He lost to your Steelers. What about an Arizona Cardinal I mean,
0: well, I mean You'd want to just talk about Just amazing acts in life Dude Going from bagging groceries To all of a sudden Appearing in a Super Bowl Two Super Bowls
1: But really. also like Getting over his Midlife crisis slump Where he was just Kind of mediocre That's that not my fault Went but to said, Arizona And he got, figured
0: things out Well when you play With Larry Fitz And Quan Bolden You got some nice <laughs> th- I don't care if You got a noodle arm Out there man Those two wide receivers Are going to make you look good Who was the tight end For that team Does anybody remember I don't Did they do not I'm not saying it's, Well you know It would be nice to know Give him some credit Is Edron James on that team too? Uh yeah, but he wasn't like a starter. There you go. He that's a that's a there. nomination right now for this too. Edron James, man, he looked hella funny in a Cardinal uniform. Yeah, but Same he's just Emmett not Smith. as iconic. Same with Emmett Smith. Yeah, how Emmett about Smith. that? Okay, thank you very much. Arizona likes those Take old running backs. Did John Altsta? How many teams did John Altsta play for? Mike Allstott? Mike Allstott, yeah, my bad. One. Okay, the box. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of um, John Lynch. John Lynch played for yeah. two. He played two. For, but yeah. both of those, you're like, all right, that's cool. John Lynch, that's fine. My favorite story about Mike Allstott and John Lynch is they were not allowed to hit each other in practice. The collisions were so violent because Jesus. this is before the CTE thing really kicked up. Well,
1: who was the uh, corner, the Raiders corner that won a Super Bowl with the Packers? And then went mm-hmm. back to Oakland. Oh, Woodson.
2: Woodson. Woodson. Charles Woodson. Yeah, yeah Charles Woodson. Yeah.
0: He figured it out. Because
2: mm-hmm. uh, you
1: see corners switching teams. You know who yeah, I actually. Work. You know it whose name work. I
0: heard brought up. You say cornerbacks? Yeah. I nominate Namdi Asumwa. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I was just about to bring him up. Thank you for the perfect transition. <laughs> yeah. Another one you could argue, Darrell Revis Didn't work out too, too well once he left New York. Yeah, it did. He won a Super Bowl. Well. And then okay. went back. Well, what did he do after New York again? Doesn't matter. Right? I'm just saying he
1: went and got a ring because he, he wasn't
0: getting one with the Jets. Okay, did he? What, he was he the good. sole reason? But he, okay, well, he did it with Brady, so it doesn't really count. Okay, that's like rings you know. a ring. I mean, yeah, but it's like the For equi- a corner. It's like the equivalent of you just said they don't usually work out. So it's the equivalent of going to like it's the equivalent of KD going to the Warriors. Like I ain't knocking it. I'm just saying it needs. The to guy be who won Finals MVP. Was, well, Darrell Reeves didn't win no Finals <laughs> MVP. <laughs> no, so.
1: but he got his Super ring, MVP, so, so yeah,
0: you know. So I think there's another cornerback that's done that. Akib well, Talib. Sherman's doing his wait, wait. thing with the Niners. Akib Talib, he had he had two stops. He did fine. He did fine in Denver and a, yeah, he won you, a ring with Denver. Where else did he play? He, well, he became a Ram. Yes. And I think he was on the team that went to the Super Bowl. But I but think he he, would, he had a stop before. Oh, he's crazy.
1: a buck.
0: Yes. He was a buck. Yeah, they he had dude. The Bucks defense has had some notables over the past. Any more names on that list?
2: Oh, I mean, we got a couple more names. I feel like Frank Gore keeps having a second act. Well,
1: that's what I'm saying. He's going to play the least. We're on the sixth or seventh act now. It's a long-ass play.
0: (laughs) Can you look up, um, I want to look up, who's the longest tenured backup quarterback right now, or most traveled backup quarterback right now? Is it Ryan Fitzpatrick? Right now? Yeah. I don't know. I always think of like Joe Kitna. John Kitna, yeah. John Kitna, there we go. We're just see we're mistaking names for these oh, guys. Luke is rolling don't...
2: over in his grave right Jay now. Kitna.
0: Kitna. Jay Kitna, Jay Kitna, yeah. <laughs> Jay Cutler.
1: Um, what about uh, Kerry Collins? Oh man, I guess I'm thinking. Kerry of...
0: Collins, a joke, man. Hey, you went 13 and three with uh, the Titans. Don't care. One year, lightning it's and Obama. a bomb. Caught lightning. Caught lightning. I think it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's the uh, that's the most current uh, journeyed mm-hmm. backup player that's had the most. And then, and then I would put Frank Gore the, right there after him. Is just like, but successful. And Fitzpatrick has been successful well, he, in the yeah, sense that he keeps getting contracts. Wants. Yeah. Well, and getting, he'll go in and win a game when there's nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you think Brady's going to land on this? What do you mean with the Bucks? Well, here's the thing: as I said this last time, the Bucks' offensive line is not that great, so they need to address that in the draft. And what's going to hurt is the coronavirus because if you're not allowed to get your guys together, what's Brady's one thing? He loves the timing. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's not his one thing, but it's one of the things that he loves, his timing and his cohesion and his work with his, with his uh, weapons. So first off, if you're not going to give him enough time, to, and I'm just saying this is just what I'm seeing right now on paper, if you're not going to give that dude enough time to sit back there comfortably in the pocket when he's this old, he's not that athletic, he goes Gumby on you when he just goes to take the sack, and, just, you know, and then now he doesn't have the timing with his weapons, and what kind of a running game are we going to establish there? I don't know. It just It seems like people are like, oh, they're going to be in the playoffs. They might, but it ain't going to look as sexy as you think it is. Well, what's interesting with Bruce Arians is he was the quarterback's coach for Peyton.
1: He worked with Andrew Luck, Carson Palmer, Jameis Winston. All gunslingers. It's going to be a different offense with Brady. His I have t-
0: I'd have a proposal here. What, what were the four quarterbacks you said? Uh, Peyton, Peyton Manning. Uh, Andrew Luck, okay. Carson Palmer, very good, very and good, Jameis. Above average mediocre. So, and you see what the results that he got with Palmer and with Winston. So, I don't know. I'm going to pump the brakes here on Arians. I mean, yeah, No, he, I
1: think it'll be great cuz he's an amazing Well, coach. because he
0: does well with really good above average talent. is what we're or like legendary talent is what we're finding out here with with Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, and I'm sure Tom Brady will be the same way. But I'm saying yeah, he's when, on he the had, ca- when he had Andrew Luck stuff. When he had Carson Palmer in there, out. if Andrew Luck had actually had an offensive line, he would be still be in the league today and he would be setting it on fire, causing me many many times of heartbreak. He's I'd have not to worry the only guy
1: him. who didn't have an offensive
0: I would line. I'd have to worry about him and Patrick Mahomes if, if he had an offensive line with him. So, But I'm saying, and then you look at Palmer and Winston, those guys are nowhere on the level that Brady um, Brady and Manning are on. And then even Luck, you could put right there at the bottom of or right underneath them as like 1B. On, on the level scale. so I we, have faith in
1: Bruce Arians. Well, but we'll it'll be, find different out. It'll we'll be find a different out. scheme. It'll be different. That is your
0: Dark Horse team. Your Dark Horse NFC team is the Bucks. That's not Dark Horse anymore. That was my Dark Horse last okay, year. Okay, excuse me. And then your Dark Horse AFC team is the Broncos. Denver! Who's your, who's your uh, NFC team? Quickly. Uh, I'll have to think about it. Oh, wow. Okay. Sick. I was like, uh, we are waiting. All right. So the coronavirus, COVID-19, because coronavirus or Corona is just straight up not responding to my uh, request for sponsorships and whatnot. So we are going uh, coronavirus now. Uh, COVID-19 is just the professional way. If to, again, if you want to talk, we'll make it. We'll make it happen. But if Modello wants to sponsor us, it's coronavirus for sure. But this coronavirus is causing a lot of delays here in the sports calendar, and we are here to fix it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, We are, we are gonna fix it. Cause first off, some of these seasons just too damn long. Some of these seasons, eh, maybe all right. Football, I think honestly, <laughs> it's chilling. It, it does have it right in the sense that it's 17 weeks. I don't. They're gonna add. They're gonna end up adding this extra game. They settle with 18. Max Kellerman had a very good point with um with his uh with the football season. I think that it should be three preseason games tops. You get two bye weeks, and off of your first bye, you get you have you play either I forget what he said. You either play a Thursday night game going into your bye week, so you get ten days off. Oh, that's cool. Or you play a Thursday night game coming off of your bye week, so you still get the ten days off. Yeah. So either so you still get the in the way he the way he proposed it on first take. It was one of the first first few times where I was like, Max, you just came up with a good point that hopefully none of the internet will will blast you for. I'll challenge
1: even further. Why do you need three weeks of preseason where you can't get done in two? Well, just because there Who are... Who,
0: like, catches
1: fire in week three of preseason? You're like, you know what? That guy's going to get a roster spot. I think, you you like, two you gotta games... you got to figure out that practice
0: squad. I well, that is true. Two games, you the, the figure it out. The practice squad, yes. I think your superstars, they're not even playing anyway in the first don't, game. Don't let so. them play in either of them. Well, I'd want them out there in the second game. I'd at least want them out there for... First game, you go out there for a drive or two, do that. That's fine. Second game, I want you out there for first quarter, for sure. Maybe a little bit into the second quarter. And then the third game, I need you to play minimum a half, probably. And then if you feel good about that half, then we're good to go. It's just getting you acclimated to game speed, dude. Like, And I mean, I honest, I get what you're saying. But if they're going to expand the rosters, they're going to open up a couple more roster spots, then you need to be able to give these guys an ex- that, that time to demonstrate their value. You can
1: figure it out in two games. It just, I mean, just means like your big starters. like your, Well, obviously, I know that, who my
0: first stringers are, yeah, and then I have a general idea of who my second stringers are, but I want to know if there's a guy that could potentially be like a third string, could be a cut guy that could end up Maybe he demonstrates more value over the course of the year. And How that's a gamble, often does that's a gamble? that come up, though, in that I third game? I don't that's know. That's my question. Oh, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's uh, subjective to every team, is it not? I mean, it depends on your, your needs and your situation yeah. and what, what position you're dealing sure with. You're right. So, uh, the NFL, all these sports, the problem is that all these sports are trying to dominate every single month on the calendar. I think football is fine. What they're going to end up doing is if you start it in September, don't, I mean, because August football just doesn't matter. So from September to February, I, I kneel to football. I want football going up until President's Day weekend. So that way we can have the, well, for those of you who aren't in radio and journalism, um, you can have President's Day week off uh, or that day and have the three day weekend. I, I just think that that would be. I'm like,
1: I um,. I think too. It's tough to move the season around for football because it's so tied to Thanksgiving that you have to well, have that M- holiday over. The NBA is somehow. tied to
0: Christmas. and I don't baseball think it's is tied as close. To Fourth of July and hockey is f- tied to what. What, new, Arbor Year, Day? Uh, new Year's or whenever they do the Winter Classic. There you go. New there you new go. New year's. new year's Day, the I Winter don't Classic. Think basketball is that tied to Christmas as much? I think they want to be. No, I associate Christmas Day with basketball now, and I have for about the past seven, eight years. And I mean, granted, it's a new tradition, but it's a tradition nonetheless. Where it's, it's something I'm not becoming the same accustomed as to. Thanksgiving. And if you're go- okay. Speaking of the NBA, if you're going to be the NBA and you're worried about this, you know, all the the compressed schedules. I'm willing to have guys still play back to backs if you want to slice off ten ten games off the season. <laughs> so we'll go, we'll play 70, 72 games, but we're gonna start the season in uh in December on Christmas Day, and then we're gonna have it run to July. So you're gonna you're gonna have NBA playoffs in May and April. I mean, excuse me, we're going backwards, May and June, and then you wrap up the finals right around middle of july because that still yields baseball to get fourth of july which they kind of hold down in the summertime when then if we rotate the and the same with hockey hockey lose to actually no hockey's fine because it's going to be forgotten about regardless i'm sorry i'm sorry mike but it it really is yeah where where is it i mean basketball easily can be solved yes Basketball a little bit more Push flexible. Push it to Christmas. Hockey, hockey, I like postseason hockey where it's at though because it provides something right there, like right as baseball is just kind of starting out and you, you, you're you excited for baseball for like the first two weeks and then you kind of lose interest for a couple months and then you pick back up. So with baseball, I'd tell them, maybe don't start until May or June.
1: Well, you know? That's um that's what I wrote down as well. You don't well. need to start
0: in April or March. Um,
1: One question we got to ask is, how many games minimum do we need in each sport
0: to figure out Like a regular season Baseball This is the thing Is baseball Baseball If they really want to impress me Okay you could start in April Wrap that shit up by September Have it done So I need you to shave off 30 games From baseball I think
1: Comfortably You can shave 50 And still have your best teams 110 games
0: Okay' or I'm, say, I'm saying 132 games I think is something that the owners be like okay yeah, we're shaving up and it's and, about a month and if right well, that's there. what I'm saying and the way you position that is hey we're gonna cut off the first or the latter half of March even though it's really just a week. And then where it bleeds into September, we're going to get rid of the regular season then and just start the postseason. So that way the World Series at its absolute latest is over by like the first, second week of October because by the time Halloween comes around, yeah, there's playoff baseball on, but we are getting balls deep into football season to where nobody's really, you know, especially if your team's out, you could care less about the baseball game that's on. So I just think it behooved these sports to kind of condense their season uh, basketball again you probably lop off about 10 games hockey maybe lop off about 10 games baseball you need to get it ri- a lit- rid of at least 30. could you for basketball go straight into the playoffs after this um break
1: that they've had this coming into the play they're lo- in. No, 63 games in. I know I there's think, about I 19 think you could.
0: Yeah, because no, nobody, uh, this is another point that's been brought up during this is nobody really brings up the fact that LeBron's first championship with Miami came after a shortened season. It was a strike. Or, yeah. yeah, where they only played 60 games. So it's like it's totally possible, and if you're going to continue to and – and the NFL has shown that you can still make money off of not having nearly as many games because you just charge more. So unfortunately, you know, that's not great for the common man who's trying to go to these games. But I'd also institute – a no, uh, a no rest rule. If I'm gonna be shaving off 20 games off the season, that's your fucking load management. Like, Kawhi can't do that. What do you mean, Kawhi can't do that? I'm saying I need medical. I need like several medical write-offs to say, hey, no, he can't go. And that's why I'm saying I didn't. I bring back a couple back-to-back games, be, or you know, back-to-back games, just because, like. I don't know if you're dogging it. If, if I mean, we know that the regular season, for the larger part, does not matter because, to a degree, because of how many games they play. So if you shrink down the pool and you you decrease the or you increase the relevancy with each game or importance of each game, then maybe guys are are less are ince- more incentivized to play in every game because they're not out there resting, you know. So that's what I'm saying. Like an an 82 game season compared to like a 60, maybe you get like a 65 game season you know, now all of a sudden you don't have to you don't have to rest for fifty, or be 15, 17 games because I've already given you those off. Well, we've also seen it,
1: too, where big stars, we've definitely seen LeBron do it, and um, the Warriors have practiced this as well in the Spurs, where the last week or two weeks of the regular season, they're all just kind of resting anyway. They'll, you know, put, they'll those... put them out
0: there to start, and they'll average maybe about 15 minutes of the game.
1: If that. I, yeah. think, I think I remember LeBron basically when he was on the Cavs, it was one of the really stressful years for him. He just went on a week vacation in Miami. Yeah, yeah
0: that's what it is. Really, though, it's like if you... If right before the playoffs. And, of course, they did great in the playoffs. Load, load but, management. This is really the the most common man that I'm going to sound about it. You want load management? Go out there and dominate the regular season to the point where you lock up a playoff berth early so where you can start taking a couple days off. you got to earn that, that load management, man. You can't just be like, it was a really, really rough week here. Like... We flew on a private jet. I know, right? From, oh, from San Francisco to Phoenix and then from Phoenix to Minnesota. And let me tell you, uh, we, took, we took two first class private charter flights over the span of six days, and I am tired. I it's took like, a nap. Yeah.
1: And the turbulence woke me up from a nap. <laughs> so then I had to get a drink of champagne before my other nap. And saying, I am just fussy shit, and I don't want to shit's play. That annoying. When
0: we're giving you more days off and you still want to complain about load load management, it's like you you are literally now the coworker that comes to work and just be like, I should get paid more. And it's I just get, like, bitch, you don't do nearly enough. Like, I get load management for like
1: John Madden because he wouldn't fly in a plane. He was traveling around in a bus or when he Tony was doing Korn, those games. Or Tony
0: Kornheiser when he was doing one of <laughs> Yeah, it's level, like, it okay, flying?
1: you guys can get load management because that sounds awful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've been driving for three months straight. Well, what if it's you like get the that? Niners <laughs> in New England
1: always Sunday night.
0: <laughs> Which is why Dion Waiters was trying to pop those gummies before the team flight, man. They wouldn't let him go on the bus. Like, it sucks. Poor he, Dion He's now, waiting
1: for his Lakers debut.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hold don't hold your breath, Dion. It might might help accelerate that metabolism, though.
1: Ooh. Um but <laughs> do you trim the NBA playoffs at all? Cause that's two months. You have seven game series each way, unlike on on like, uh
0: baseball. I think if you okay for the purposes of this segment, hear me out. Your first round of the NBA, your first two rounds of the NBA playoffs. No, I take the back. Your first round of the NBA playoffs is a best of five. Everything else is a best of seven all the way through. And the only reason I say first round is best of five is because the only matchups where you're really gonna see. Uh, a possible upset there are three versus six, four versus five. Generally, speak, generally speaking, the number one seed usually takes care of the eight seed. The number two seed generally takes care of the seven seed. You see a little bit more parity there with the three and the six and the four and the five. But with that being said, I still think it's totally... You, you could still get it done with a, with a best of five. They do it in baseball. I mean, they did it before... Uh, before they did the um, the wild card play-in games, you know they used to do that in the first round where it's like, hey, best of five, and then and then from then on out it's best of seven. Which I mean, doesn't yeah, but
1: for for baseball it's only three rounds, so yeah. the last two of course have to be seven because then when you do five, basketball has the second round, which is like, I don't know, like should that be
0: five? Should that be seven? Because it's kind of important. Well, okay, put it like this: if all things go, if all things go according to seating. You have a one v four matchup, and you have a two v six, or I mean a two v, 2v... big upset right there. Wait, what is it? A two v. 2v... It would be two v three, two v three. My bad. You really like that six option? My bad. One v sixers, right? One v four, two v three. Dude, it's Friday. I'm getting tired. Uh, yeah, one v four, two v three. I think that would still be compelling for a seven-game series because there's there's not that that's still technically the top four teams in. But then at that point, it's like, why bother trimming seven to five? It's two games, <laughs> it's just in the first round. Though. Yeah, just I know, in the first it's like, round what, to help. help, help, to help that well, that's, well that's to help us day. kind of trim the fat a little bit faster. You know, lose the yeah. excess weight. That's all. So, and then with football, the extra playoff team is going to be interesting. That's why I say you need to go. You need to go eighteen weeks a regular season, and you need with two. So they're only playing sixteen games, but you get two extra weeks. They get an extra bye week, so you can still make money technically. And then um, you need to add two playoff teams. And then what you need to do is give the top four teams the first week off.
1: One buy. That's going to be wild.
0: Yeah, just the top seed. Actually, that would be kind of dope. Just make it the, the, the one seed gets the buy. Everybody else has That's to play. That's what they're doing for yeah. football. Yeah. So well, I like that, actually. Hypothetically, if it happens. Moving forward, moving forward, I like that, actually. Don't bring an extra team into the playoffs. Uh, let's check in
2: with the—let's uh, let's, let's talk some puck to all— <laughs> Speaking of what to do with seasons— Uh, A lot of different rumors floating around about what hockey's going to do with its season. There's this one idea that I I don't know how to make it work. I like the thought of it, but there's so many holes in it that I don't think it can work. Under this idea, you blow out the rest of the regular season, go straight to the playoffs, but then you also have a second tournament with the lottery teams. And the winner (laughs) of that tournament then gets the number one pick.
0: So the best of the... Of the losers, we get the pick. So, what he's saying is hockey wants to go out there and have a Stanley Cup finals and an NIT. Exactly. It sounds yeah. fun. It, 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 was...
2: it sounds fun, but then it also punishes the worst team. Yeah. Where, where does this come from? This come from Gary. I have no idea. Commissioner Gary. Probably no Twitter. Way. <laughs> it
0: really would punish the worst team because yeah. all of a sudden you go from sucking and being like the number one seed in this unofficial, like, you know, draft pick tournament to where you're so bad that because you lose and you're out first,
2: now you get stuck with like the 14th pick overall. Right. So, and there's yeah, that does My favorite part of this scenario is it kills a team like the Sharks who traded their number 1 pick for this upcoming year to Ottawa who would then be playing for two not only their own pick but a second pick from the Sharks. Yeah, trading picks there's, would
0: be completely Or imagine, I got one yeah. better for you. Imagine you get a team like uh who's who's doing though well, this year? Tampa, wouldn't Tampa mm-hmm. be playing well? Imagine you get a team like Tampa, who swaps picks with the Sharks or something like that, they get a Sharks draft pick under this current road, right? So let's say the Sharks play hella well, or (laughs) you know the Sharks are going to go out there and tank because, hey, we don't have a draft pick this year anyway, we're trading it to Tampa, but you could still have a team that surges, gets the number one overall draft pick, and have that team that from like three years prior, because of a trade deal, <laughs> a trade. somebody's playing for a Stanley Cup and they have somebody the playing for their pick. draft pick. Yeah, yeah, you would have oh, uh, a it would all be pick swaps. That would be dope, though. That would be, you know, how many different playoff scenarios they'd just be. They'd be like, <laughs> St. Louis is coming out tonight and they're actually not looking to win because, yeah, <laughs> Ottawa does own the rights to their pick. So, yeah,
1: it's just, it would you, you want doc, to f- doc just trying screw to, the sport up like that? That sounds great. Oh.
0: I'm all for it. it well, they've already, they've already done it with the way they do their all-star game. Actually, I kind of like the all-star game thing. But they're, the playoff system, it's all... Hockey has just purposely... No sport has done a better job of trying to distance itself from its fan base than hockey. And I would say, well, hockey is a close second to baseball. Because baseball just can't get absolutely anything right. It doesn't matter from the social media aspect to, to anything. They just they can't do it right. And that was talking hockey. <laughs> all right, so... Normally, this is a movie review thus far, but I have to admit I fell victim to the hype on the internet And I started watching the documentary series Tiger King Uh. Guys, this shit is absolutely wild. It's absurd. It is it is a cult It is multiple cults of people that own tigers cat people. These are like crazy cat ladies on steroids there's I'm not going to spoil anything because it's a seven-part documentary series that the, the, the episodes are about 45 minutes on average on, on length. And I made it through three episodes, although I was kind of petering in and out of the third episode last night as I was falling asleep. So I think I'm going to go back and rewatch that because somebody looks like they murdered their husband. But <coughs> there's a lot of uh, cats, obviously, tigers. Uh, there's a lot of infidelity. There's a lot of drug use, and there is. A, I'm telling you, the way the way Tiger King is set up is that Netflix. You I, I, watching this? My first thought was, if this is real, these people are absolutely 100 brainwashed, and this is how cults work. And this is astonishing that they've opened up their doors and let somebody come in to videotape them. See, the, otherwise, I, I would love pitch
1: meetings for stuff like this because it's a wild premise, well, that's but it's so popular. But that's
0: what I'm saying. Is that, and the other part of me thinks that like, what if this is Netflix getting together and just being like. How can we troll everybody? We're gonna make a mockumentary so absurdly good that it will it will stra- straddle the line of of fake of parody and real, of yep. factual and parody, right? Because that's what Tiger King feels like. Is you got. There's three main compounds that they, that they pay attention to. There's one in Oklahoma and there's two in Florida or some shit like that. Of course in Florida. And uh, dude, this, the exotic animal laws are absolutely ridiculous across this country. Like there was a dude in, o- in Ohio a couple years ago that just had like a ranch of like 150 different types of exotic animals. Just went off one day, you know, went off the deep end. And just opened up the gates and let them all loose and running through Ohio. And this this poor city in Ohio, basically, the the sheriff and the police had to go out and just gun down all of these exotic animals. Dude, they showed a picture of it in the documentary. It was wild. But like I said, there's deceit. There's hate. This one guy basically brings in meth heads to work. Like, they're not trained whatsoever. These people are just fundamentally rooted in their love of big cats, right? And it starts off, half of them start off as, like, breeders trying to make money. And then, and then they try to like pose as like sanctuaries for these cats. It's honestly ridiculous. And it's like you see this stuff get put out on Netflix, and you're wondering like, why won't the federal government come and take care of these people? Like, not and by by take care, I don't mean like help them financially. I mean like boom boom, like old Yeller style. Like, what are you doing? Like, there's this guy that's got. I mean, they do it with other people all the time hot takes, uh, government conspiracies. But I'm just saying, like this guy, this one guy has 212 bleeping tigers on his on his resort what do you need those for and he's like and the average timeline that they keep these cats around for is only like two years because then they get too big to where it's like you can't have people take pictures with them then they just become sedated as tigers lying around this guy has he goes around and i'm just gonna tell you about this one guy joe exotic he sold a couple tigers to shack he, he's the one who operates out of he's the main star he's absolutely wild i'm telling you man You've got two husbands is absolutely ridiculous He's got a YouTube show. He ran for president. Then he then he tried to run for governor because he couldn't run. He couldn't wait an extra four years for president. So he tried to become governor of Oklahoma. Um, he employs people that are straight out of prison. Feeds them about a hundred dollars a week, and he gets meat to feed. The average the the professional people that do this. There's a guy. There's a guy who he goes by like Bhagavan or something like that. He's basically just a pimp walking around, just a yogi for tigers. And then he's got these women. Jesus Christ, these, I had
1: to hold down the cough button for a minute there. And then
0: these women that work for him, dude, they're just like his sex slaves that work from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Then go home and like bang him, turn around and walk outside and, and start taking care of tigers again. But he's got them all like brainwashed. And then go that. So his name's like Bhagavad God, but he goes by Doc. And then there's the dude and then the woman in Florida. Her name's Carol. Yeah, she probably killed her husband straight up. I'm just going to say it. Liable. I don't care. She probably did. And then, yeah, Joe Exotic, he's like part country music star. He tried to be a politician. He gets like this gross-ass meat that's old from and expired from grocery stores, and he feeds it to the animals. Cause I guess it takes about ten thousand dollars on average to feed a tiger, but he says he can do it for three grand. So this guy's just cutting corners at all, all expense, dude. He's so schmarmy and slimy. He's had people lose limbs working for him, and he keeps on trucking. He's gonna be the meme that you see online that says, "I am not gonna be able to financially recover from this." That is Joe Exotic <laughs> after one of his workers gets an arm torn off.
1: So I've heard of this, but I didn't know what it was.
0: Now, now I'm interested. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. I'm telling you guys. I've just seen it pop up. I'm three, I'm three, technically three parts deep on it. And I need to go back to the third part and rewatch it because that's the conspiracy about, you know, Carol supposedly murdering her husband, which not supposedly, a bitch did. And uh, it's just, it's absolutely wild. So Tiger King, watch it. I promise you. There's a couple things that come around where you're just like, oh, it's internet hype. I'm not going to hop on it. No watch this because it's just you don't know if it's real or fake it could be somewhere in between uh, unfortunately uncle colin doesn't like it i don't care uncle colin sometimes <laughs> you know uncle colin is cool senility creeps in at random times i'm not calling him senile Island just saying he's got moments of it this would definitely be one of them like the time he said that he broke the brady news after predicting that he went to eight different teams <laughs> so you know which i'm sure he just write off on doing it for content but it's okay thank you actually uncle colin. i did think you did break that. Woo! He, but that was after But he was trying to say Like oh we knew He was going to Tampa All the way along It's like no, no bro no, That's you not true yeah, But no. that
1: day When he left New England He was the first to
0: say He's going to Tampa Uncle Colin You think it matters? You think it matters Uncle Colin?
2: It doesn't matter What you think
0: Heard it here first uncle
2: <laughs> And that's talking Tigers
1: Alright, so we're back on Quora, the best app ever Where random people ask questions And we're going to answer them whether they want us to or not Can
0: you dig it, dig it, dig it. sucker?
1: So, uh, one person asks Why water polo is the best sport? Not is it It's why It's like a what? determined huh? fact That what? this is the huh? best sport We need to know why I
0: don't understand the question Why what? water huh? polo is the best sport? It doesn't make any sense this, this is what this man asked. You talk about, like, unless you talk about underwater hand jobs, and that's what you're into. Have you seen some of these clips on YouTube, man? Olympic water polo, they are, like, so catty underneath the water. We only see them flopping around and splashing on top. These guys are getting kicked in the sack. Get an underwater cam? No, they're getting kicked in the sack. They're getting elephant boner, knees, you know, knees to the butt, underwater. They have guys who go and they grab down and they grab your junk in the water, so that way they can kind of shake, you know, well, not shake you underwater, but shake, you, you know, from the defense that you're, that you're playing. And is this I'm, an argument for why it's the best sport? No, I'm, I'm just saying, gonna say. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I think you're making the case I'm there. I'm questioning why is it? Why are we considering this a sport well, when, it's, when it's it's assault? It's no, assault in no, no. water.
1: It's not whether or not it is the best sport or it's the sport at all. It's, why is it the greatest
0: sport? It's not the greatest ever sport. Created? No, not that's the greatest. not
1: the thing, though.
0: He says, "Why is it the greatest? Why sport? is it the
2: greatest?" I sport? can't answer that
0: question because because <laughs> here's my answer. I I say I can't answer that question, but let me try and answer it the best way I can because it's fucking not the best sport that's ever been
1: created. <laughs> All so. right, so sorry, you heard it here. Water polo is not the greatest sport. Um, Get I a fucking to save, life, jabroni. I wanted to save most of the time for this question here. Uh, another guy got in trouble with the law, and he mm, needs our help. My specialty. If you had three hours to hide a car inside a major city, so we can, we can use ours for an example.
0: No, San Rosa is not a major city. but All okay. right,
1: we can go an hour south. We'll go San Francisco. Okay. Where would you hide it? After three hours, the National Guard, State Patrol, and local police will have three days to find it. Assume everyone is already mobilized.
0: (laughs) This guy is in trouble, and he needs us to answer fast. (laughs) You have three hours. This guy's in trouble. He really needs our help. Oh, man. Somewhere. I would say my first option
1: would be move the car from San Francisco to Oakland. What kind of car
0: is it? Three, if you give me, me three days, two thousand two Acura. If you give me three days, you gotta give me you gotta give me the entire Bay Area. You have to give me the nine Bay Area counties. You can cover two counties if you if you have the National Guard, the police, and the but sheriff. You can't
1: hide. You have to hide it
0: in a city. You can't take it out into like. That's totally fine. Okay. Totally okay. fine. But so you need where to would give you me hide it? In all of those cities, Livermore. So
1: but what would you do in
0: Livermore? <laughs> I don't know, the plan falls apart right there. Uh no, I you have to find a heavily densely populated area and I'm hiding the car in plain sight. Like I'm going to like an auto repair shop, I'm going to a parking garage. Like an obscure parking garage. Just one that might be directly in the middle of the city. Like one that you that it's I'm going for an instance of where it's right underneath their nose and you can't see your nose unless you just look out of one side of your eye so if they're using as long as they're using both their eyes they won't be able to see the car that's right underneath their nose because you can't see your nose unless you only use one
2: eye what do you think deep what do you think oh i'm going similar on that picking like the most ridiculous tourist area and just plopping it there
1: because i think i'm going like fisherman's wharf a good question is um what is the car that's true.
0: Is it a generic car or Thank is it like something was, that stands out? That's why I was asking. But like, we'll say I, it's a generic car. Are driving a smart
2: car or what? It's a neon green Hummer limo. No. <laughs> so let's say it's Luke's car.
0: Let's. No, that's not <laughs> Luke driving a lime green. What is it? A Honda? I don't know, but it's yeah. the, the little sporty car. Yeah. It's, um, it's lime green. So no. If you're so t- yeah, we're driving Luke's car. Like a Luke white. Luke needs like a, this. This like is, a, is Luke. Like a white. <laughs> are you talking like a uh, like a maybe like let's say a twenty? No, two, no, no. We're doing Luke's car. No, no, no. Like a twenty eighteen white Toyota Camry is going to be much easier to hide in the Bay Area. It We're just doing Luke's the car. sheer number of Toyota. They are looking there.
1: for Luke. Well, we they, need to hide his car. His car's but we man. can't destroy it because he needs it. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's screwed. If that's the case, I'm going. I'm taking it somewhere in Sebastopol or, or Petaluma, somewhere in West. No, County that's, not, they, that's not Bay Area. You gotta, you gotta go keep in the area.
1: The Sonoma County is Bay Area. But you just said San Rosa doesn't count as a a as major city. A major
0: city. If you but then I I I put a stipulation on that, and I said if you're giving me three days, I need the entire Bay Area to use. And no, you have three, three hours. Three no. You said they have three days to yeah, search for it. Yeah, they have three days. They have three days to search for it? Then I get all nine Bay Area no, counties. No, you have to I'm hide saying. it in a city. <laughs> no, exactly. So I get to check, I get to pick a city in one of the nine Bay Area counties.
1: No, you, got, you have to hide it in a city. That's according to this guy.
0: That's what, which is what I'm trying to establish here, Frank, that there's cities in, co- counties are made up of cities. So I have more cities to pick from in these Bay Area counties is what I'm getting at. I'm ignoring the timer. I'm saying I have more time. To pick, I, not not more time. I need I need more options for places to hide this. If they have such a great uh, such a huge window to find the car, correct? If you if you gave them a shorter window, I will shrink my my availability. The the expanded map. I've unlocked more parts of the map in the video game to go exploring. So that's Couldn't you saying. just do
2: like the Grand Theft Auto like paint spray thing and just no, that's because we don't that do that. doesn't exist? Have
0: three hours. Do you know someone who would do that? Uh, Pain spray, man. Pain sprays <laughs> take about thirty seconds in Grand Theft Auto. Could fan.
1: you? remove the plates and just not have replacement plates? I feel like that
0: would work. That's what I'm saying. Go hide that thing somewhere in Forestville or Sebastopol. I would you hide it some in a residential
1: it. area. I would just park it curbside, get rid of the plates in front of a house, something like that. Yeah,
0: man, because driving by a house with a seeing a car with no plates ain't suspicious. Do you no, have no, to no, stay close them. to
2: it? Do you no, have to see like, No, I see think, you bail, I you, think you bail it. Bail. You just bail it and
0: leave. Then why does it matter? There was a lot of information that was not provided in this question. Because I think you need to
1: recover it. Oh, That's the thing. So like it's part of the mission, you right? lay down so like you go to a nice hotel, hang out for three days, and you have to go back to the car.
2: But in, the National Guard is after the is National it, done Guard.
0: In true in true <laughs> Grand Theft Auto style, right? Hiding the car is not the hard part. It's retrieving the car that would could be you, the tough part. What are
1: the what are the could you put it in one of those um, shipping crates? You know, those metal containers uh-huh. and boats? Can you park one in there? Luke's car's pretty small.
0: I, it would fit. You have to escape out through the sunroof. Yeah. wouldn't be able to open up the doors.
1: Does Luke have his own roof? He
2: does. Oh. See? See, back. Luke's cars coming that, We've saved that, Luke.
0: That, I would back, put that it, back window actually drops down all the way. I would so, put it in
1: a shipping container. Um, Full of frightened I, refugees. I would do, wouldn't want the ship to take <laughs> a, it, though. Damn, I a target reference. Um, but that's what I'd do. That That'd be my move. I think Luke's car
0: could fit in there. Saying Forestville, Sebastopol somewhere with a lot of foliage that would have. That's be not able to the just, question, though. No. <laughs> in there. You didn't understand what I was trying to set up the question. And and to the people that are listening at this, I hope they were yelling at you the whole time, just like idiot. You no, did a pretty good job of explaining. You
1: said Santa Rosa doesn't count as a major city, so I said right. right you have to hide it in San Francisco. And you're like no I want to hide it somewhere else no
0: because then I said but then but then you elaborated on the question you said they have three you only have three hours to hide it where they have three days to find it and that's that's fucking ridiculous. They have so three, you can't do it. That's so they what have, you're saying. No, I'm saying they have three days to case an entire city like San Francisco. They could have that done in a day and a half, Frank. That's what I'm saying. Give me the nine
2: and a half, or the nine it's, counties. Don't blame the messenger. This is, the, this is the predicament. I'm not. I was putting what sticker. happens after three days? I mean, if they need it that badly. Jesus rises like, from the dead. The three days, go, they're like, days.
1: okay, we have to we have to pull out. Darn <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> they don't
0: leave any, all the cops just go. They're like, uh,
1: we're retired. Just,
0: aw, shucks, we didn't get it. Time to go home. We disappointed. Speaking of disappointed, our time has come to an end for this Friday. Uh, <laughs> prayers up for Luke Straub, who yeah, may, may or may not have COVID-19. So, don't know, maybe so. Um, he's, you know, he's, um, he's on Twitter, though. He's, he's tweeting, he's excited Is he Tweeting. Is he twi- Here's the thing though with Luke And I know he's going to be listening So a direct direct <laughs> shot at you Make sure you tweet from your actual account, coward Don't hide behind your podcast <laughs> account There'll be lots of times where he's instigated arguments with me Via his podcast account Put your name on it Put your name on it Alright guys No I like the strategy Where it's his name at first And then like When and then you like, hit him with a heater He's like Switches to yeah, the Yeah, you'll, you'll be arguing with Luke And then all of a sudden like Out of nowhere Raiders and Podcast Or Raider, Yeah what is it Raiders of Paradise podcast Account just comes out of nowhere Just from the top rope <laughs> Just coming in to try and help him And save him Yeah it's just like But it's still you Just Yeah it's a Spider-Man meme Okay uh, So that'll do it for us We'll try and be back next Friday If uh, health and everything Allows for it Alright Yeah we'll, we'll risk uh, We'll risk social distancing for this Until next time